Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Mind Body Musings podcast. This is episode 70 with Amber Chalice. Amber, founder and creator of The Liberated Woman, is a free-spirited explorer, lifestyle coach, yoga teacher, and podcast host. Her mission? To empower women to escape the ordinary, discover their bliss, and find freedom within. She believes that every woman deserves to feel connected to her body, radiate with confidence, and live the life of her dreams. Her current home is located in the wild heart of Canada with her charming British husband and adorable rescue pup, Indiana Jones. Join her thriving online community at amberchalice.com. I just wrapped up this episode with Amber and I'm recording this intro now and I just gotta say it was such an incredible and insightful conversation. Amber has a really wonderful way of empowering women with her words. She makes you feel like whatever it is that you're yearning for in your heart is capable if you look inside and you just start making those changes within yourself, not just by changing your external world, but looking within yourself and realizing the truth that you don't need to be a different size in your pants to live the kind of life that you want, that you don't have to wait until you have the perfect diet to go out dancing or that you can bring that amazing feeling of exploration and excitement to your very home and I think that's a message all of us need to hear as often as we can so that we know that it is possible when we live in a world that tells us that we're not enough and that we need to change and this and that and we need to stick to the inspiring and enlightening sources that we can like great books and self-care rituals and all those things that contribute to the day-to-day grind that we find ourselves caught up in so I think you're gonna enjoy this episode I would love to um, have continued this conversation with her for hours, but uh, we couldn't. So I'll have to be listening to this a few times just to always remind myself of this great message. The review of the week comes from Haley Blake. Uh, She says, my favorite podcast with five stars. Love this podcast and Maddie is so easy to relate to. This has quickly become my favorite podcast to listen to and I don't think there are any blogs out there like this. Maddie preaches body peace and self-love and I think every woman and man could benefit from listening to this. She also interviews some really inspirational people for different perspectives. Love it. I love you. Thank you, Haley. That's so sweet. I really appreciate that. I love I love this review. Thank you so much. Um... Every single time that y'all leave a review on the podcast, my podcast gets bumped up in the rankings. So if you enjoy this, please write a review. Maybe I will feature you as the review of the week. Uh, it would mean so much to me. It's, it's the currency of iTunes. So for me to be able to move up means more people get to hear this message, which means I get to make more friends with you. And that's just what my life is all about. So you're going to be helping to contribute to my life in so many ways just by writing a very quick review. So thank you for everyone who has done that and is going to do that because you all rock. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Body Freedom, the program for ending any diet obsession and getting on with your lives. If you want to check that out, go to maddiemoon.com slash BF and you can see about my four-week course with all of the materials and what we cover and the videos and all that fun stuff that I have created just for you. So be sure to check that out after you listen to this episode and I think it's time we head on over. Welcome to the Mind Body Musings podcast, the show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon 
a former fitness model gone sane, and the author of the popular self-love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more insight on how to stop food and exercise from controlling your life, check out her website, maddiemoon.com, and grab your free guide. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show. so good to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? I am excellent. Thank you so much for asking. I am so grateful that I got to be on your show because I'm a big fan of yours, Maddie. You are so amazing. You are so sweet. Thank you. And I mean, it was such a pleasure to be on your show. I mean, I love your podcast. It's inspiring. I mean, your, your, your guests, the people that you have on your show always have so much like insight and wisdom. And, and I don't know, I think you have a, a great talent for interviewing people. So it's gonna be fun to be able to interview you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So first off, I have to just say that your last name, it's like Chalice, right? Yes. Chalice. Okay. Have you ever seen um, that movie where they talk about the Chalice and the Palace and the Vessel and the Pestle? Have you ever seen that? Is it like an 80s movie? It is old. I think it's yeah. even before that. And uh, I can't... Okay. The Court Jester. That's the name of it. The Court All Jester. Right. Okay. I think I have seen it. I cannot no, stop thinking about that like line. Every time I see your last name, I'm like, Amber Chalice in the Palace and the Vessel and the Pestle. And I can't <laughs> stop saying it because that line is like... It's one that like sticks with you forever. So if you have yes. not seen that, you need to watch The Court Jester because it's so funny. And even though it's old, it's just like a classic. And oh my God. It's so I'm- warming. I love it. I love movies like that. And actually, I was just at a yoga conference this weekend, and there was a woman who sells malas, and her company was called Chalice Grove. And it's interesting. I asked her about the word chalice and why she used it. And she's like, well, actually, do you know anything about it? I'm like, not really. And she was talking about the idea that it's a very feminine, like, honoring word. It's about, like, the, literally the chalice, like the it carries, it's the container, the feminine container, and that's what chalice is. And I was like, well, that's amazing, because that's my last name. It's not spelled the same, but I was really, <laughs> I was like really inspired by that. Wow, that is so mm-hmm. cool. It's like, it's very um, serendipitous that that it would be is. your last name, and that's your passion. Yes. So let's go ahead and talk about your background, your story. Give everyone, including me, um, just and some insight into what you've gone through and how you got to where you are today. Ooh, yes, I love sharing this because I think a lot of women think that they're the only ones going through their journey, but I like to remind them that they're not. <laughs> so right now I teach yoga, I coach women, I kind of help them find freedom in their life that they're living right now. So not trying to escape using food or using you know, TV, Netflix, travel, whatever it is, I try and help women find that space where they can feel free and liberated. That's why I'm really passionate about The Liberated Woman. And my podcast is called The Liberated Woman. Now, I've had a lot of people like make comments about this word because it seems very like I'm just talking about women and I'm just really focused on that. But really for me, it all started years and years ago. I grew up in a very small town, like 500 people, and I always felt like I didn't quite fit in. It was really uncomfortable for me to be myself. I was literally the one hiding off in the bush playing Nancy Drew and <laughs> reading like the books that my, like the, literally the esoteric books that my mom was reading at the time. I was reading Wayne Dyer before 
I could even like do algebra stuff that most young women don't do. So I was really fascinated by it, but I also felt very isolated. So getting into high school, that is like the place where if you don't fit in, you definitely will feel uncomfortable. And that was totally my story. I felt uncomfortable and I literally felt this need to like escape outside of my body, outside of my life. And that led me to travel. So it started with just like going away and leaving this space. But the really funny thing is I always came back. I always found myself coming back and I realized that I wasn't the only girl or woman that felt this way. That felt like she was just a little bit different and nobody understood what she was feeling, how her life was moving, having big dreams of like changing the world. I know that everybody kind of, I think everybody kind of wants to change the world, but you know that, well, I know you have it, Maddie. It's just like that desire to really have an impact, not just be this hidden away um, number, you know, a statistic. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, she just, yeah, she's just that girl. You don't really, no one thinks of her or talks about her. And, and that's fine. Some people don't want to be in the limelight. It's not about the limelight. It's just knowing that I had an impact on the planet. So coming back and seeing that, basically looking in the mirror and seeing these women who also felt this desire and they didn't have the freedom to just pick up, pack up and leave. They couldn't just leave their life. They couldn't, you know, they might have kids. They might have a job, a career that they can't leave. They, they have people to take care of. They cannot leave their life, but they still also wanted to have that magic, mm -hmm. that magic that I found, you know, wandering down a foreign street and just like choosing whatever alleyway I wanted to go down and whatever cafe I wanted to go down. And that's kind of why the liberated woman exists because I want women to know that the status quo is not necessarily the place they have to stay. Living ordinary doesn't have to be their prison. They can have extraordinary, they can have richness, they can have magic. And that's basically what I want to introduce into my life, even in the times when I can't go, when I have to, I have obligations and I have to stay and I have to be really focused and committed to my family or my work. I can still have that feeling of being liberated and true to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So t yeah. tell us about that. Tell us about that process of what it takes for you to do that every morning when you wake up and you're not in some foreign country <laughs> and you're not, you know, tasting exotic Indian spices straight oh. from the spice drawer, like all those, oh, all those amazing things that I one day really want to do. But how do you incorporate that excitement and that, uh, that liberation into your day-to-day -day life without getting stagnant? Oh, that is such a good question because it's, it's something that is a process and it changes for everybody. And sometimes I feel really bad sharing exactly what I do because I feel like I, you know, people will feel like, okay, that's what I have to do and that'll work. But I like to just give guidelines. It's kind of like when I teach a class, I'm just giving you some ideas and you can like alter it and shift it and change it as much as you need to for yourself. But most of all, I've kind of narrowed down that there's five areas that you have to focus on in your life to feel this liberation. You cannot focus on one area, okay? And there are certain like Jedi secret tricks that you can do every morning and I'll share them. But I just want to remind ladies that we're holistic, right? And you talk a lot about this, Madeline. It's a holistic approach to life. You can't just do one part and feel as good as you want to. So the five areas is obviously everyone's heard of the mind, the body, and the spirit. But I also have the heart and purpose. And there's a very specific reason why there's five. It's based on the 
idea that there's five elements and everything in the world is created, everything in the universe is created by five elements. And when you have a balance of those five elements, you, you create something, right? Trees, nature, water, everything. We are created of the five elements. And these five elements in balance, that is health, that is vitality, that is freedom, that is liberation. So we need to introduce um, something to balance all of those areas every morning. So if you get up in the morning, you just focus on just eating some food that feels really good, like it's good high vibe food, but you're ignoring your spiritual practice, it's not going to be sustainable. You're not going to feel that overall feeling of freedom. And if you ignore your heart, which is one that really tends to happen, I mean, it's easy to say, okay, I've got my mind focused, I've got my body focused. I got my spirit focused, but your heart is the part that connects you to other people when you feel like you love yourself and you love other people. So you need to focus on that also. So this is why I kind of, I take time, not every single morning, I do my very best to do things that liberate and balance those five areas. And this is kind of really simple. It's just three things. It's kind of like Jedi mind tricks. They work for everything is First one is movement. I always like to say meaningful movement. So doing something that moves your body that feels good. It will literally raise your energy. And I like to get up, you can I can do yoga or mostly I like to dance. Cuz it's not a small thing. You don't have to do something very structured in order to get that freedom in your body. Just dancing to music that you love, that's going to raise the vibration. It's going to balance out all of those five areas. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel alive. Your mind's going to be clearer. You're just going to feel more like yourself. So getting up every morning and making sure that you have some movement. All right. And the second one is nourishment. Eating things that nourish you instead of things that drain you or kind of give you a false sense of energy. And I mean, I don't drink coffee, Maddie, so I'll just tell you right now, full disclosure, I don't know what it's like to live without coffee. <laughs> I don't drink coffee anymore No, either. you don't either? Okay, because yeah. whenever I bring this up, I feel like I'm taking away people's like most devoted, they love this thing. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's not really about the coffee. You can eat you can drink a beautiful cup of coffee, something just gorgeous, something you took time to make, and it's just a ritual. That's nourishing yourself. Sitting yeah. down and enjoying a meal, something that is uh, delicious, like fresh fruit, that, you know, if you were on holiday and you were sitting on the beach and you were going to have breakfast, that's what you would have. And enjoying it, putting on some music. I put on, I love putting on jazz music in the evening and classical music in the morning. And I literally have a radio station, not like a, an app. I literally have a radio station from another country. And I play that music. And I hear the radio host. And I hear them talk about the weather there. And I hear them talk about what's going on there and the news and the richness of the culture and different like, events they're going to have. And it makes me feel like I'm part of something else, right? I'm not trapped inside of my own life. So I'm sitting eating my meal or drinking my tea. I'm kind of immersed in something beyond what is, you know, my, oh, I, what's my to-do list? <laughs> what do I need to do today? What, what, all this stuff that just takes away that richness of life, right? Right. So the dancing, the nourishing yourself with those beautiful, intimate moments of foods that, li like, light you up, fill you up, nourish you. And then the last one is reflection. It's taking time to reflect 
And this can be in the form of meditation or journaling. You can, you can just literally sit and daydream. But I find when people travel, and this is like for me especially, I used to, I would journal. I would write stuff down. But when I got home, my journal would like have whole sections where I didn't add anything in. But there's something about when you're, a, you're out of your comfort zone that you're very curious about things. You reflect on things. You wonder why that person wears what they wear or why those two people fell in love or, you know, why you reacted the way you did when somebody said something. You're just curious and you reflect on that and you might write, you know, poetry or you might write about how amazing things are or how you're struggling with being lonely. But you write things down and it helps you process it. And then at the end, you can, you know, some people say, oh, well, what's the point? I'm never going to read it again. It's not about reading it again. It's about the actual process of reflecting on your experience, you know, what you're having in your life, what feels good, what you want more of. It's reflecting on the beauty in your life. And that's, you know, gratitude. But this is like a nut. This is like. Uh, an upgrade to just a gratitude practice where you write down three things you're, you love about life. It's about literally like streaming out words and images and ideas that, that come from you, that come from you, not from anybody else. And really it comes down to one word, and this is the word I love to use. This is about being devoted to yourself. This is about self-devotion. And that is really tricky for people because they don't want to they don't want to feel like they're just focusing on themselves. But as most of us know, if you don't have anything in your cup to share, you're not going to be able to change the world. <laughs> you need to have your cup full. So taking time to balance out these parts of yourself is going to change everything. Absolutely everything. Mm, those are all so beautiful. I have a question for you. Yes. So I get into habits where I start doing all th those three things. And then sometimes, and I have a feeling like this is my personality type, mm -hmm. um, I will like do it, but it's not out of this is so much fun. This is like pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's like it's a to do. It becomes yes. a to do. So, for example, when I did stop drinking coffee, yeah. I started drinking like lemon water, which Oh. Uh, has been so nice for me, but yeah. I'm kind of anal about making sure I have it every day and having it around the same time. And yeah. like, instead of like sleeping in, if I want to, I want to get to that water. <laughs> it's so mm -hmm. silly and it's a, such a small thing, but I'll make it a to-do thing. And like journaling, it can become for me and some of my clients, like a to-do thing where it's not as um, like enjoyable because it's not as authentic, I guess. Yeah. It's not like, this is what I want to do. It's, this is what I have to do. I have to journal, blah, 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 you know, mm -hmm. it, do you think that's because some people, um, that is their outlet and then other people have to go find their outlet? Or do you think that for the most part, that kind of expression of writing out things and journaling and doing all of these self-care things that you listed would be, uh, beneficial for everyone? Well, I love that you just brought that up because I did the lemon water thing for ages and then I got tired of it and then I had to change it and I had to change a lot of different things. So I'm totally familiar with what you're talking about. And here's what I would say to you and your clients, which like this is totally self-honoring, 100 million percent. So you remember I talked about the five elements. Mm -hmm. So these these five elements. There's earth, water, air, fire, and ether, which is space. It's the lack of anything. It's what's up in the universe, right? So there's these five elements. And all of us have a certain blend of each of these elements in us. Somebody who is very water, earthy, they need 
a certain amount of fiery things to, to kind of bring them out of their, their stuff, out of, out of their head. So when I say do these things in the morning, it's a beautiful little guideline to add something more into your life if you're not doing absolutely anything. But with that said, if you're a type of person who is like a little bit addicted to structure and containers, you might actually have to step out of that space. Mm. So think about the fact that, okay, so for you, your mind loves to have these containers. You have like, this is my time. This is my space. This is how I do things. It's very structural. It's like rocks set in stone. You know, you feel like it's set in stone, but then you feel less free. So for someone like that, you need to add more of that freedom of like air and water and flow. So that would be like you said, sleeping in not having such a structured schedule, letting it kind of flow around and like, like moving with the flow, letting things happen the way that they happen, not being so structured. And that might be the thing that kind of balances out the five elements. And then you start feeling more free. On the other hand, if there's people who literally never take any structure at all, they, their day is completely different every day, their week's different every day, they feel very scattered, they need that structure. So you add in that structure and you say, this is the time, this is the place, this is the thing I'm going to do. And that will feel, make them feel more balanced because it will ground them. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense that, like you said, you've already implemented a lot of these amazing practices, but it just starts making you feel like you're in the same rut. You're moving over and over again in the same place. And that's where you can like pull in. Okay, if I'm feeling really grounded, structured, and almost stagnant, how can I add in some of these other elements? It's a very holistic view of it, right? Yeah. And that's, it's, you know, flow, movement, air. Air doesn't sit in one place. It moves and flows around, and that can actually balance out your your schedule, your life, your body. Right, and finding that balance, for me, I, th- I think it's been in waves where sometimes I really feel like I'm so on my holistic care game that it's insane, and I love yeah. it. I'm like, man... I'm doing all these amazing self-care rituals. It feels so good. My business is just so good. Everything is so awesome. And then yeah. next thing I know, one area starts lacking and then the other area is like full force. And mm-hmm. like I can realize sometimes that if I start structuring self-care too intensely, mm-hmm. then other things become too structured. For example, like cleaning. Yeah. Sometimes I get very anal about cleaning. I And that's a that is a downfall for me. I will say that is something I have to work on, mm-hmm. especially like living in with my boyfriend. It's I can't always be so obsessed. And so when I get obsessed about rings on the table from yeah. water or some, you know, we have three dogs. Come on. Yeah. So there's dog hair everywhere. <laughs> and I have to learn how to relax about those things. Yeah. And if I am so structured about everything in my life, mm-hmm. I've realized it feeds that yeah. desire to be obsessive, compulsive, OCD, yeah. you know, all the way. And, and um, not OCD, but compulsive mm-hmm. in certain ways and obsessive. But that learning to be more easygoing in the day-to-day mm-hmm. things, like instead of waking up in the morning and checking my email, I'm going to go for a walk. <laughs> and yes. I'm not going to do it because I have to do it or it's part of my self-care that just happens to happen at 9 a.m., it's more that in that day I'm deciding I want to do that. I'm not thinking about tomorrow or thinking about my schedule or my structure. It's just in the day. So mm-hmm. every day waking up and being and asking myself the question, 
what do I want to start my day with today? It doesn't have to be the lemon water. It doesn't have to be a walk. It doesn't have to be, I could sit outside on the steps of my porch and like maybe that's what I need that day just to get out of the head funk of clean and emails and structure and work and work and work and work because first of all, I'm my own boss. So if I'm going to do that, then that's just (laughs) like silly. You know, but also just it carries over to other aspects of life. You're more easygoing with relationships because you understand the flow. You understand that there are different waves in relationships and you understand in business there are different waves and you learn how to balance out the areas that need more flow whenever other sides are too structured so that I'm all about the flow these days, really. I just I need that flow and I need to learn how to to look inside of myself for that flow and not try to change everything around me because you know putting my dishes in an exact order every single day is not going to give me that flow it's inside of my heart right yeah well and that's that's absolutely beautifully put because I I feel all of those things and that's structure I always like to remind myself too especially for things like clean house part of it is protecting yourself from the stress of the future stresses right Mm. we want to protect ourselves from the stress of okay if it's not done now it's gonna have to be done if it's not done right it's gonna have to be done right eventually Um, I feel cleaner and better when things are all done beautifully at the same time like you said you want to get into that flow you want to get into that flow and that's a very feminine thing that's a very um, like moon think of like the moon and nighttime and like kind of moving with the waves and just like letting things happen Whereas most people right now are living in like they're masculine, they're forceful, they're pushing, we're goal setting. And that's great. We've made big changes in the world with that. But there needs to be a balance of the both, right? The yin and the yang. You've got to be able to take time to decide that you're going to go for a walk today instead of doing all your structured stuff or you're going to kind of turn left and not right. And the beautiful part about that is that's like, that's basically following your intuition, right? And we all know that our business is better when we, like, oh, I need to talk to that person. I feel the need to talk to that person. It turns out to be the perfect person. Or, you know, I feel like I should go to that store. It looks like the perfect place and you find the perfect gift. That's, the intuition can be cut off by that structure if we let it rule our lives. We can use it in some places, but you definitely, I agree with you a million percent. You need to be all about the flow in order to essentially let life fall the way it falls and enjoy that place. And this makes me think of a cool story. I'm just going to share it. It's one that I heard yesterday, actually. I was talking to this girl. I went to this um, kombucha tasting room, which is amazing. That sounds awesome. It's so cool because the doors are garage doors, so they open and it's just this breezy room where you just go and do kombucha tastings or get a glass and just like there's couches and it's outside, inside. It's amazing. I love it. But I went... And there was only one girl in there, and she was the one working. And we just started talking. Like, so she she kind of, I said something, and then she was like, oh, how's that? Like, she knew yeah. that she needed to ask me and pry in yeah. a little bit more. And then we ended up talking for two hours. We had a coaching session, really. <laughs> I mean, it was so amazing. It was so beautiful. I just vented everything going on with me to her. Yeah. And then she was so insightful. She said everything that I needed to hear. But the, the cool story was bringing back to intuition, Mm -hmm. she talked about if you just trust that everything is going to be okay, especially with, say, money, everything does always work out. And she was telling me how she was traveling around the world and she was almost out of money, very Mm -hmm. close to being out of money. And her and her friend were walking down the street singing, just singing because they felt like it. 
you know, because they, mm-hmm. they're good singers. And some guy came up and just said, hey, uh, and then said her name. Hey, like Sam. And she had no idea who he was at all. And she was just like, oh, hi. Like, uh, do I know you? Like, I'm in a different country. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but then he asked her if she needed work because his friend needed something done, like some kind of cleaning done or something or singing because that's what she did. And then they had a job that minute, you know? Yeah. It's trust because she was relaxed about it. She knew everything was be okay. Mm-hmm. She followed her intuition of singing. And while this may sound like a dream story, like, okay, when mm-hmm. does that really happen in real life? Well, the reason why most people are probably thinking that is because they haven't given it a shot. Oh, yeah. You know, they ha- they don't believe it already. So, of course, it's not going to happen, you know. And I'm a Christian, so for me, it's prayer. You know, mm-hmm. I pray and I read the Bible and I I just I cling to those words to help me mm-hmm. whenever I feel like I'm lost. But then I also combine my intuition with it. You know, I yes. pray. I, I ask God for certain things in my life. But then I also trust it's going to happen. And this is not a walk in the park. This is probably mm-hmm. one of the hardest things I've ever had to yeah. start learning because I wouldn't say learn. I have not learned it yet, but start mm-hmm. learning in my life is to stop worrying. So start, start trusting and just follow your intuition. And that is, uh, you know, whether it's the Holy spirit or it's intuition or whatever, it's this desire to go do certain thing instead of saying, mm-hmm. well, that doesn't follow into my plan today. Yes. You say, okay, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Well, I, you you hit the nail on the head. It's the word trust. Whatever you're trusting, sometimes we have to trust something other than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're so conditioned, especially in like the West here, to think that we're independent. That all the things that happen for us, it's because we worked hard for it. That that if if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. If I'm not the one that makes it happen, no one's going to make it happen. And the truth is, we're interconnected. There is something, there's something greater than us that, you know, that comes to us in our prayers, in our meditations. There's, it's not us. We're not relying on our own logic and, re- me, like, we don't know everything, but yet for some reason, sometimes we say the exact right thing to a stranger right. and we don't even know where it came from. And understanding that you can trust something, that you, that you have to have a certain amount of surrender to who you are and something greater than who you are. It's, it's knowing that the right people are going to come into your life at the perfect time. And that, like you said, it's a practice. It's a huge challenge. But I like to remind people, and even myself, this is really hard. For women especially, we don't like to think that other people, like that we are a burden on other people that we would need them to help us. That it's like, no, it's okay. I don't need your support. I can handle it myself. You know, I'm, I like to take care of other people, but I wouldn't want to burden anyone with me asking, oh, um, you brought me the wrong food at the restaurant. Or, you know, can you please do this for me? I need a favor. And we don't necessarily ask for help. Now, this isn't just I don't ask for help. This is like based on a deeper, deeper thing of not trusting. Not trusting that other people have your best interest in mind. That not trusting that if you go into that space that the perfect person is going to be able to say, hey, you know what, I have a job. <laughs> and when you're not so attached to stuff, those people come. Those, those moments happen. Things start to flow and you're like, wow, how did that happen? It must just be a fluke. It must just be. But that's not the truth. The truth is that when you trust, you're more open to that stuff. You're not pigeonholing yourself into, well, if it doesn't happen this way, it'll never happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that, that is our kind of like default. I have to handle it myself. I have to figure it out myself. It's never going to work out if I don't do it. And 
you know, only luck, like, you know, and not only this, when we see other people who have luck, quote unquote luck, you think, oh, well, it must be nice for them. Mm-hmm. And we really need to honor each other and respect each other and know that the best things are possible, that we can, you know, and it's, it's, it's like small things like feeling better in our body. Sometimes we just don't believe it's possible, so we don't actually, we just don't trust and we don't trust that people have our best interests in mind because we think, well, the world is a scary place. And the people who do trust that it's a good place, they always get proved right in so many different ways, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, how did that happen? Right. And you said it right there, trust. It's so interesting, too, you know, that, like sharing a vulnerability of mine, something that I've also struggled with is with our Western culture, it is always up to us to do things, to yeah. make things happen. And sometimes when I realize that I can't make something happen on my own, like I realize, oh, I am human. Oh, I can't do this on my own. I pray. I, yeah. I receive whatever it was that I was asking for. And then I'll say something to myself like, oh, well, that was really just me. Or, or that really <laughs> was luck, you know? And then yeah. I take the credit. And that is not the way I want to live and that's not the way it's supposed to go you know when I there's just so many things to me personally wrong with the fact that I do that sometimes that I get a little bit like flustered at my just humanness I'm like Madeline you didn't do that on your own like God did that for you you need to give credit to God and thank him like this is not you this is not luck this is not circumstances don't brush it off it's huge what just happened is huge like, like recovering from an eating disorder. That's huge. That wasn't just you. Like yeah. you didn't do that on your own. You know, yeah, it was, it was something bigger and greater, but here's, here's the thing that I th- find so amazing about you is first of all, you're so humble to say this, but know too, that you were created this way. You know, you are part of you. You are part of that. And the beauty is that it is kind of you. It's just it's not your ego part of you. Right, exactly. It's like the greater part of you. It's the part of you that we kind of like, that just kind of gets hidden away or put put aside while we're trying to like, you know, logic our way around stuff. But it's not that part that's so scared. It's the part that trusted and was loving and that was compassionate with yourself. And that's the part that's beautiful. I think it's easier to believe after you receive whatever it is that you Mm -hmm. thought you wouldn't, it's yeah. easier to believe that it was you and it was all you instead of something bigger, instead of God, because that's scary. It's like, whoa, he <laughs> heard me. He heard me like he's real. Yeah. And that's scary for a lot of people. And there have oh. been times in my life where that's scary for me. And every mm-hmm. day I work on that and I get I get more and more authentic and I, uh, I realize more and more, no, it's not just me and don't be scared. It's okay. But it yeah. is a scary thing. And this whole talk, like we're all, we're talking just about the trust and the intuition and Mm. our spirituality practice and faith and all of those things can be so frightening because it's just a big concept to grasp. It's a big belief and it's like, whoa, giving up my Western culture ideas of what it means to get stuff done and it being on my own and, um, there's just like there's so much to learn from other when I think about the more I think about our western culture and the way (laughs) you know the way we work and our you know I just (laughs) yeah I know I absolutely know what you say because I went through all of these cycles in my mind over like the last few years I literally went through the places where it just seemed like everybody else was in the dark and I finally figured it out and then I'm in the dark and then we're figuring it out and I 
I want everyone to, to understand and see this, but like you said, it's kind of a process. It's a relationship you have with yourself and with that greater power. It's your relationship. It's your journey. And like you said, and I totally agree, most people are very detached from this part of themselves. Their spirituality has been tainted by other people's opinions. Um, they're either, you know, they have different thoughts. They might feel guilt or shame because they haven't been devoted to it or that they have been devoted to something different than they thought was right. And all of this stuff, it taints that, that kind of experience that we really want to have, which is that faith in something greater. You will love this, Maddie. This weekend I watched uh, Marianne Williamson speak. And she said the exact thing you were talking about, okay? She was speaking about the cancer of the Western world, or the world today. And it is this idea of independence. That we think that we're so independent and we're fiercely independent and it's all us and we did it all. And we. And she said, it's not us. It's not us. And, and a million times over, she'll say, obviously, like she says, it's God. It's God. And it, we are all connected. And there's nothing you do that does not impact another. And that until we find our place, and with that, we kind of like connect with the world. So we're, we're interdependent on everyone around us. We are giving and we're receiving and it's that flow. This world is going to continually de to continue to deteriorate. And that that tells you everything, that this... This feeling of like, oh, I need to be less um, feeling like it's all me and less independent. Yes, we want to have our own space, but it has to be connected to something greater inside ourselves. It can't be from the ego of, oh, well, I'm, I know better and I do better. And well, there's just, you know, they haven't figured it out yet. And that's like, that's the ego. Mm -hmm. Wow. I love yeah. that she said that because it's, it really reminded me because I can easily get caught up in you know, I'm doing this stuff and I feel like I've achieved something. And yes, I'm here to be a messenger of the stuff that I'm doing, but it's not coming from me. Mm -hmm. I'm too small to be able to come up with this stuff. However, I can be a vessel. I can be a conduit for things that are greater than myself. And that's where we, that's where we all need to be. It doesn't matter if you're a mother or you're a podcaster or you own a business or whatever you do. Whatever you're doing, it's how you do it. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. And are you doing it from a place of, and it's the same thing with like the structuring your day. Do you do it from a place of like force and, you know, if you don't do it, it's because you, you are hard on yourself. Is it discipline to punish yourself or is it commitment to honor yourself and That's something greater? Question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. So here's another question for you. Mm -hmm. Say that someone is ready to make these changes in their life and do this trust thing. And <laughs> they want to experience vacation at home. They want to feel like they're liberated inside of the craziness of their household. But say yeah. they have things that are blocking them from that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you can think of tons of things since you have clients mm -hmm. that have these. How do you help women to face things that actually do need to be changed, not just yeah. daily self-care rituals, but maybe a relationship or, um, you know, a, a self-harming act or something yeah. that they're addicted to or uh, their yeah. job. How do you help them come to terms with that and then make the appropriate changes? Mm. Oh my gosh. Yes. So first of all, ladies, wherever you are, you are not behind you are not falling behind. You, have, you, have, you do not need to be fixed. This is the very first thing I like to remind people, that I don't care if you feel like 
10 years ago you had it figured out and then all of a sudden you fell into a trap of whatever you're going through, your experience, bad relationship or whatever, you're, you're in debt, whatever it is, first of all, you've not went backwards, you're not failing and you do not need to be fixed. Because I think that's like the first thing that comes to mind. It's like, hey, someone's trying to fix me. There's, I'm flawed in some way. And the truth is, whatever your experience is because you feel like you're flawed in some way. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is, and I'm sure many of your listeners will have heard of this concept before. And I feel like, well, that, that just gives it away right there. But I truly feel like this is so missing from today's world, all right? We all have an idea of what we want but we're detached from what we actually want to feel. So whatever things you're going through in your life, there's a very good reason that you're going through them. So if you deal with stress with food, or you deal with anxiety by you know cutting yourself off from the world, or whatever it is, whatever your coping mechanisms are, you're doing it for a very good reason. And I want you to honor that that you're having emotions, that you're having feelings, you're having sensations in your life, and you're not naive, you're not stupid, you're not a fool. You are doing them for very good reasons. Your body and your brain are very wise, and they want to protect you. Now, if you want to change some of the, the patterns that you have or some of the behaviors that you have, the first thing you want to figure out is what exactly do you want to feel instead? What is it that you're getting out of what you're doing that you're trying that that you know I for example I love to when I get really really overwhelmed by other people's energy I love to use food because it numbs the energy that I'm feeling from other people it's really hard to be raw around other people who are like kind of leaving their negativity on me so it's really easy to go home okay like alright I just need carbs <laughs> and I know and I'm I understand that the feeling that I want to have is I just want to feel like I I'm in control of who I am and what I'm doing, and this is something I have control over, right? So I just want to feel in control of my life. I want to feel in control. So then I have to look at, okay, how's other ways that I can feel more control in my life? I.e., all right, I set a time limit for the amount of time I spend with people like that. So in the future, it's like, okay, I'm going to be around this person. I'm only going to spend this amount of time with them, and then I also have... Um, some things that if they say them or if they trigger me in some way, I'm just going to separate myself from that situation. I'm going to protect myself in advance or whatever the thing is. So you want to feel a certain way. Freedom. I want to feel free. I want to pack up my bags and get into a, a plane and I want to fly away. I want to feel free. Okay, so say you can't do that. What are things in your life that make you feel free already? You know, we all have those little things. Maybe it is escaping to a little coffee shop. Maybe, you know, for an afternoon or that bath. I, I always tell my clients, this is really funny. I'm like even, well, obviously if your kids are old enough that you're not going to, they can't, they can be left alone. But if it comes down to leaving your life and going into the bathroom and locking the door and that's all you have, do that for yourself. Don't feel guilt. Don't feel shame. If the feeling of freedom is what you're looking for and that's going to make you feel better, do it in some way that you can, in any tiny way that you can. All right? So beautiful. So the, what I'm telling you is that you need to figure out what you want to feel. And the second part is, so say you have behaviors that you've, or you have like a life situation that you're, you're not happy with and you want to get out of it. You need to replace it with something more positive, more powerful. You cannot just remove one habit 
and leave that space lingering. And this is where a lot of people, I always find really interesting, when people start to change the way that they eat, so they, they, replace, they replace their chips with almonds or they replace their pop with water. It seems like a small thing, but all of a sudden their health improves a lot. Same thing with your thoughts. If you have a thought that comes up all the time like, oh, you did it again, what's wrong with you? You're such an idiot. And that's the thought you consistently have. I can't tell you, get rid of that thought. But I can tell you, when you have that thought, switch it. Flip it to something differently. You have to replace the things in your life. And it doesn't matter if it's just like a little bit higher, which is like, okay, I did something wrong, next time I'll get it better. Or like, I'm an amazing person. You can do this in small increments, but you have to replace the old behavior with something new. Otherwise, it's going to fill up with something. It's, your time is going to fill up with something. If you, have a, if you have clutter in your house and you clear the clutter, if you don't fill it with something beautiful that you, have, that you care about, something else is going to fill that space. That's what you have to imagine. Your life is like a container and you decide what you put in it. Figure out what you want to feel inside that container and then remove just one thing at a time the things that don't feel that way and add in the things that do. Oh my gosh, yes, that's incredible. <laughs> Your life is like a vase. And like whatever you put inside is going to make like the flowers chalice, grow. It's like a chalice, my friend. Yes, it's like a chalice. Oh my goodness, I love it. Okay, yeah. so um, before we head on over to the quick fire round Ooh. for the quick questions, super easy, they're fun. Um, tell us where we can find you. Where can people connect with you if they want to learn more about all of the incredible you know, workshops and and things that you're you're doing over there. Oh, well, I love connecting with women who kind of feel the way I feel about all this stuff. So any of you are welcome to, to email me, text with me, connect with me on my website. I'm over at amberchalice.com. Super simple. And then I'm on every social media at Amber Chalice. So I love Instagram. It's probably where I'm most active because I love to post beautiful pictures. And I like to see what pictures other people are posting. I'm on Facebook and um, Periscope. And Twitter. I don't really use Twitter. It's there. If you want to connect with me, I probably won't go over there. Um, yeah, so all over those places. And for sh if you at all are interested in this stuff, just follow me for the lightness, really. My pictures are all drenched in, like, what makes me feel good. And I want other people to honor their lives in the same way. So, again, it's devotion. It's devotion. And that's, that's what I kind of embody on my online accounts. And can I just say your website just, I love it. I love it. It's one of the things that really drew me to you is how beautiful your website is. It's so it very much uh, represents how you want to feel. I can just oh, tell. Yes. Well, and actually, when I had created it, because I created it myself, I sometimes I'll go there just because it feels so spacious and free. And like I said, whatever makes you feel that way, find more of those things. My website, it makes me feel that way. So I'll go there. And enjoy it because most of the internet is filled with things that make me feel mm. like there's something wrong with me. I'm flawed. Right. I'm, you know, fear, like be scared. Look at this fat loss fruit thing. I can't yeah. stand that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So quick fire time. Mm -hmm. Number one, what does body freedom mean to you? Body freedom means to me, it doesn't matter what I look like. It doesn't matter what other people's opinions are of me. What matters is how I feel in my own body. What is a current book that you are reading or just a book that you love? Oh, 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 gosh, this is a tricky one. All right. Um, I am reading. 
I just have to look at it. Light is the New Black by Rebecca... Rebecca, Rebecca Campbell. She's from, a girl from the UK. So it's all about these spiritual teachings and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm loving it. Yeah. Awesome name. Mm-hmm. Who is your biggest inspiration, dead or alive? <gasps> My biggest inspiration. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit weird, but his name is Michael Crichton. He wrote Jurassic Park. Oh, Yes, he is the writer of that. And he has a book called Travels. This, If I was to say my favorite book of all time, it's this book called Travels. And it's just about his experience. He went through medical school. He traveled the world. But he was just curious about life. You know, he's very fascinated by everything. It was just seeing the world in a whole different way rather than, oh, yeah, I just have to go and get groceries and drink coffee. It was about, mm-hmm. it was the intricacies of travel and his experience with the traveling. It wasn't about places. It was about his experience, and that reminded me that, you know, that's all we have is our own experience. Okay, I have to get that. I'm sold. (laughs) Can you share a good quote with us? Oh, my gosh. Do I have a good quote? I know I so put people on the spot with that one. That one's a big one. Um, I always love the the quote. I don't know who it's by, which is, um, those who don't travel read but one page, you know, you have to read, if you don't travel, you're only reading one page by living in the life that you're living. And if you want to experience more faucets of yourself and more experiences of yourself, you have to really open the book and keep reading. And that means getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. What is a future dream you're working towards? A future dream I'm working towards. Well, I have this image of myself sitting in this cafe it's like a colonial building those beautiful pillars and like the um the the brown wooden chairs and I'm wearing a white shirt and like khaki pants I don't know this is my vision I'm drinking like bourbon (laughs) and uh, (laughs) you know and and I'm at the place in my life where I have I'm making enough money where I can I can donate it and I can have be of service of people but at the same time I'm led by something within myself so I'd like to say that it's I want to write a book. But to me, writing a book is just, you know, it's one other part of my business. But I want to be the type of woman who I respect and other people can respect. That's her. Mm, beautiful. Uh, what is your favorite way to distress at the end of a long day? Ooh, my favorite way to distress. Walking with my pup, with my little dude, and listening to fictional podcasts. I love to wander around and just enjoy nature, watching my little furball run around like a crazy man, and uh, listen to storytelling. I love storytelling. What is a, this is not actually a quick fire question, but what is a fictional podcast that you would recommend? Because I've actually, I've listened to Serial. I don't know if that's, I guess that's. I, you know, I never got into Serial, but, and, and the ones I listen to are pretty, like, dramatic. There's one called, um, the one I'm listening to right now is called We're Alive. It's a zombie podcast. And I do not watch any horror movies. I'm not a horror or thriller movie person. I don't I don't enjoy it. It doesn't lift my energy. However, I love storytelling. So there's one called, uh, there's called The Bunker. It's about three guys who are underground and they're sending out a radio station to the world where there's no people left. Um, the Bunker mm-hmm. and We're Alive. Just fun. Just fun. It's just nice to hear and, and kind of, escape into this different world <laughs> okay i'm writing those down right now because i want to 
Yeah. I want to check those out. Okay. Um, a country that you want to visit or a country that you're obsessed with because you have been and you love it. Oh, where it's a country I want to visit. I'm obsessed with a lot of countries. I love, I love Bali. Um, it's just a very rich place, and I love diving. We, we, I'm a big diver, so I love scuba diving. I love to dive and escape underwater. So love, and there's these little tiny islands off of Bali called the Gili Islands, and there's an island called Gili Trowangan, and there's no vehicles allowed on the island, and there's no dogs allowed on the island. So it's literally just horse-drawn carriages, uh, cats, and chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the change you want to see in the world? Ah, uh, the change I want to see in the world. That's a beautiful question. And I think everybody should focus on this at some point in their life. Yeah. But the change I want to see is I want, I want strong mothers. I want mothers in this world who embody who they are and, and are confident about who they are and what their bodies are and what they want and that they, they can share that with their daughters because for me, I'm what I'm seeing, and I've, it's such a shame to me. This is what hurts my heart the most. Seeing mothers who are so insecure and so um, fearful about who they are and what they can offer. Like, they just don't believe in themselves. And then they're raising these little girls, and everyone's wondering why there's these, all this problem. Well, I, you know, there's a lot of drugs in the high schools and girls, um, you know, self-harming or, you know, having sex way too early. And to me... That can only be stopped if, you know, each of us as women honor and support each other and lift each other up rather than tearing each other down. And, and a big part of that is, you know, the moms or not even the moms. It's just the women who are the example, who are setting the example for the next generation. Who do you, who do you wish your daughter could become? Be her now. You be her now. Amen. Oh my God, this is beautiful. What a great way to end this podcast. Yes. So thank you so much, Amber, for joining us on the show today. This is such a, I don't know, it was the kind of conversation I needed to have. So I'm hoping that everyone else needed to have it and listen yeah. to it. So I feel like I just got a great coaching session mm -hmm. out of that and I'm inspired. So thank you so much for, for coming on the show today. Oh, you are so welcome. And thank you for being you and sharing all of this with everybody. Because I know there's some women out there who feel very alone and separate. And when they can listen to your podcast and hear your voice and, and hear the people you connect them with, that is the greatest gift. It can change everything in their lives. And that just gives me chills. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And same goes to you. I mean, we're both doing awesome <laughs> things out there. So I'm glad that we could connect and, um, yeah, this is just, this is wonderful. So everyone that enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you go to maddiemoon.com slash mbm70 and get all the show notes for this. Check out all of her links, connect with her on social media, go to her website and subscribe to her podcast, The Liberated Woman. And yeah. while you're there, be sure to download my free ebook, 10 Proven Steps for Ending Any Diet Obsession. I will see you guys next week.